It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant God damn And what's good, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen You know what day it is? You know what time it is It's another edition, rendition, rendition, snippy edition From the grandest prairie of them all edition Episode of the one and only D1 Ignite University Podcast This is your host with the most eaten toe-seeing ghost Jay Brown, and I'm here with two of my homies that you may or may not know, but that's fine because I got friends all around the world. Yeah, I'm international in this piece, just like all of our international listeners. We love all of y'all, despite how few of you there are, but we gonna get that change one day. So to my virtual right, we have this man who runs on the diamond in his work and in his former playing days. You can see him around BFW as any baseball diamond, wherever pitchers are throwing heat and whenever batters are flipping bats. Ladies and gentlemen, Malik Wright, what's good? What's good, man? And hey, uh, shout out to our international listeners in Brazil, man. Had a cousin just signed to play some pro football out there, so make sure y'all treat him right and watch him hey. back up a few touchdowns. Okay, so it is football, not football. Oh yeah, yeah, football. Hey man, yeah. I'm a. Hey man, I'm a. I'm a have to. I'm gonna have to hit that up. I didn't know that was a thing in Brazil. Yeah, hey, if they if they got the same energy, they keeping that same energy from uh from football, and it's got to be uh, lit out there. Hey, hey Brazil, I, I was just gonna let y'all know. You know, I'm six two, got a six seven wingspan. I can jump and I run routes. What's good? Well, we're not here to talk about me. <laughs> we're, not here, we're not here to talk about me. And to my virtual left, you may know him as Captain Scully. You see me and hear me on his show damn near every other week. I'm still waiting on my residual check. You can see him on ESPN making your favorite intros and outros. Ladies and gentlemen, Captain Scully himself, Devin Ashby, what's good? What's happening? It's um scully season is almost over. You know, it's getting warm outside. It's 70 degrees here up in Connecticut. Gonna be 80 tomorrow. So scullies might have to go away soon. But yeah, y'all already know what it is. You know, your favorite co residual co-host, you know, podcast or whatever. I make your favorite sports personalities look good. And you don't even ever know my face or see my face. So just know I'm doing what I gotta do. It's okay. They don't have to love your face. Your girl loves your face. That's all that matters. Yeah, she loves... Never mind. Let me go ahead. Yep. I, I, hey, hey. This, this ain't that kind of show. Right, Whoa. yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Ooh, we, 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 we might try an X-rated version one day, but that day is not today. Right. So, fellas, before we get the show started, I have a question for y'all. And nobody wants to give me an answer, but someone's going to give me an answer. Damn it. All right, so you got two cousins, right? One for your mm-hmm. mom's side and one for your dad's side. They are not related in any way, shape, nor form. They get married. Does that make them your super cousins? No, it just makes their children remedial. Why? They, they not remedial. They not related. There's no blood there. Hmm. Uh, it's a, still a sick question if you ask me, but I guess... What? um. Why you gotta be your your uh it's quite the conundrum there. Yeah. It it is. I I mean I know they're not I know they're not related, but technically they're still family. It just it just but to answer your question, they would be cousin siblings, sibling cousins, cousins, (laughs) siblings. Well, for the first time you might have stumped me, bro. I'm I'm just trying I'm just trying to put it out there. But yeah, it's a new phrase we call suzzins or kibbling. I I, I that sounds like a dog's food. We knock on kiblings. This is cousin siblings. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is who I decide to call friends and spend my free time with. Um, we we just gonna get the show started because I I don't know how to deal with this. So, fellas, the NBA playoffs are pretty much set. There's one play-in game going on as of now, and we're not gonna worry about that because we don't know the results for a few more hours. But the NBA playoffs are pretty much set. What matchups are you most looking forward to for this postseason, and what kind of drama do you think is gonna bring us? Okay, so I, 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 like they were saying uh, on the TNT desk, I didn't even know the playoffs was still going on. I thought Minnesota won the chip last night. (laughs) How they were were celebrating, but you got Pat Bev talking trash with the Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies, man. Uh, And then we get the Celtics versus the Nets. We're going to see what Tatum and Brown got. Can they knock a team out? You know, the, uh, Nets aren't going to play much defense, but they're going to be there at the end. We're going to see if Tatum can go shot for shot with KD. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Man, I don't even know where to begin. Now, first of all, we got to chill on Minnesota. I'm always here for a celebration after a game. It don't matter if it's playoffs or not. You know, shout out to shout out to them, you know, because we, we always love seeing – because we always talk about dudes that don't care enough. And then, you know, on the flip side, get Minnesota that's really charged up. But anyway – I'm bringing Minnesota up because that Grizzlies and T-Wolves series is going to be off the chain. Like, I know a lot of people are probably going with Memphis, but I really think Minnesota can at least make it a five-game, six-game, well, five-game ain't super competitive. But it'd it'd be one of them five-game series where it's like all the games are ugly. Nah, I can't see some games where Memphis – I can't see some games where Memphis makes it – interesting but seeing how they play with our towns how long can they do that is my question right and memphis has played better without morant than they've played without towns so that's true um also i think a series that now we know is set in stone the the um i believe it's the the or no the hawks have a chance to get to the playoffs whoever I think the Hawks end up getting it. If they play Miami, that's going to be an interesting series, you know, to watch. And then also Nets-Celtics will be interesting because Celtics don't have Robert Williams in the middle, as Bruce Brown happily decided to let us know. And um, so it will be interesting to see Tatum and Brown, because a lot of people don't talk about Brown enough, and see who's going to check KD and Kyrie, because, you know, Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year and whatnot. And then if I had to pick one more, it would be whoever Utah is playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that will be must be something because I'm, I'm going to love to see them get bounced out again because I'm, I'm totally pro Utah slander. I would love to see them get bounced again so that Donovan Mitchell can finally get up out of there. I was going to bring up on that series. We, we know you thrive on negativity. I was going to bring up that series too. <laughs> But th- but there's one glaring hole that you may have overlooked. Jason Kidd's d- Not Jason Kidd's competence, nor his lack of hairline when he was 23. We're forgetting... Low, low blow, low blow. I call it as I see it. We're forgetting... blow into a BAC. All right, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing right now. Damn it. Never mind. Sorry. We don't know if Luca's going to play. And, and that's because of Jason Kidd. That too. That that is true. We're, we're gonna put it this way. No Luca, no chance. No Luca, yeah. no chance. Uh, I, I beg to differ, Jamal. I, I gotta beg to differ differ and uh go to bat for my hometown team. It's a different type, different confidence in these Mavericks this year. We get Dinwiddie. But we're going to have to see better shooting games than we saw last year, of course. But I think Dinwiddie's more confident. Finney Smith's more confident. We didn't have Dwight Powell um, last year in the playoffs. And as shaky as he is, he's a, his, his play's been, he's been uh, a plus player more than a negative. So I think now it's going to make me nervous if Luka doesn't play on Saturday. Because if he doesn't play on Saturday then why would he play on Tuesday or Monday, whenever the next game would be? Um, so it's going to make me nervous. And I think um, 
it's it's a it's a tougher job to do, especially by the way that the Mavs shot in the playoffs last year. I know why everybody could uh, would see us having no chance, but I even think without Luca, I honestly think it, it can go seven, and we have a shot to beat them. See the the way the NBA in basketball typically works is if you ain't got no superstar, then what you got? The Mavs have a bunch a bunch of solid role players, but can your some of your parts equal more than Donovan Mitchell's whole? And that is the question. And like Captain Scully said, this is kind of a make or break thing for Utah. Donovan Mitchell has shown slight signs of wanting to get up out of there but I do think his heart as of now is still in Utah they're the place that drafted him they're the place that showed him love he's been more than successful there at least from an individual standpoint so he Donovan Mitchell don't go out like no bitch of the many things you can say about Utah and organization and John Stockton and things like that one thing you can't say about uh Donovan Mitchell He's not Kyrie. He's not James Harden. He's not one of those guys where you look at him sometimes and you think, do you even care? Like, do do you want to be here? Like, you know Donovan Mitchell's here to ball. But I don't know. I'm not giving the Mavs anything six, and I'm being generous with six. Real generous with six. Here's here's how I'm, Um, I'm seeing it. Yeah. We, we've seen Mitchell score 45 in the playoffs and then lose games. We, we know he's going to get his. I, I have a lot of respect for him. But there's, crack, uh, there's cracks in Utah's armor. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie trading him for Porzingis, he's, another, he's a guy that can take the ball off. We're going to play how we play, regardless of, I think, if Luke is there or not. We're going we're gonna to force and, and shoot three. We're going to drive and, and kick. We're going to give Kyle a few lobs. But I think we're going to play. I think we, we play how we play. And we're, and we're going to play defense on the other end. Not saying our defense gets better with Luka because Luka's an underrated defender. Um, I think depending, it, like you said, the sum has to be better than its parts, which was the case when they won in 2011. Granted, they had Dirk um, as the biggest part, but um, – you have a floor general, you have Jalen Brunson out there playing for a contract, whether it be for us or for somebody else, he's playing for a bag. Uh, he's playing for a bag too. Got Dinwiddie who can handle the ball and you got shooters around them. Also underrated Reggie Bullock, who um, had the Nick, if it wasn't for uh, ice, ice tray, then he would have been the uh, uh, still in New York. Then he would have uh, stole the show, uh, knocking down threes in the garden last year. I mean, look, I, I got to cut you off there. When you call Luca an underrated defender, Luca ain't no underrated defender. He's just 6'7". Six, seven. You 6'7". Hey. Six, you 6'7". Six, your, arm, your arms are long. You you going to get a few steals here and there. You 6'7". I mean, you hey, gotta, it is what it is. The numbers don't lie for him, though. And he's definitely – he's. I don't see superstars ISO and Luca like he ISOs them. I mean, you got to be rated to be underrated. I don't think he's rated. Yeah. Oh, but that should be me. But anyway, no, no, I mean as a defender, not as like a player. I was trying to find a way to incorporate a Carl Malone joke into the Utah discussion, and I just <laughs> I just could not find the opening. And I don't think he could either. But anyway, um, you know, I, I do you why did you come on my show and choose violence? Why? Because I wake up and I'm motivated by hate. Hate motivates me when it comes to the NBA. I'm motivated by hate anyway. I can tell, <laughs> you know, but no, I'm, I'm speaking of hatred. Um, part time Irving and the Nets, I, I gotta tell you, they are a very scary team just because KD and Kyrie are on right now, you know. Um, it's just a matter of what the rest of that team does. And I need them to just kill this whole Ben Simmons saga now. Like, just burn it in fire and get ready for next year. Like, stop lying to us and yourselves thinking that he's just going to come back. Because even this idea that, oh, yeah, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, he has not played basketball for an entire calendar year. And then some. There is nothing he can do in whatever 10 or 15 minute spurt that you put him in that is going to be of value to you this year. And it's not worth jeopardizing 
what has already been a very difficult ability to gel as a team because Kyrie Irving would rather play part-time than just get a damn vaccine. <laughs> so they're still working things out over there. So that, that, that'll be interesting. And then I really think Boston has a chance to beat them. And even if they beat Boston, I think Milwaukee gets them out the paint around too. Again, like a lot of people think last year was just some type of fluke because, oh, you know, if Kyrie didn't get hurt and if KD's foot was on the line, it's a lot of ifs. If, if it was the fifth, we'd all be drunk, right? Like, you know, so, you know, I, I think that's what it is. I don't think this is Brooklyn's year. I think next year is really when they get all their parts again. Um, I'm with you. I think the Celtics are – I think the Celtics overall are a better team. And, yes, Kyrie and KD are the two better players. But, look – their production, as long as they, as long as the, the Celtics can keep, can keep KD and Kyrie's production within five to ten points of whatever Tatum and Brown give you, I think the rest of their team fills out what Brooklyn can. I, I think they're just an overall better, complete squad, and Brooklyn is real top heavy, and especially with no Ben Simmons, who which we all know, Jamal's favorite player. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, Ben Simmons, and I'm going to leave it at that for the rest of the year. If you don't get your shit together, you're going to be playing tight end with me in Brazil. I'm sure that's get- what the federal authorities told Carl Malone. But anyway. I, 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 <laughs> we're, we're moving on from basketball since you going. So, so opening day was last week and for our local Texas Rangers this week. I don't know about your uh, Baltimore Orioles, Captain Scully, but we're not talking about them or you because you won't behave tonight. So I'm anyway, not an fan. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Nationals fan. I'm not an Orioles fan. Eh, close enough. Same state, same prefecture, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, The point <laughs> of it is uh, baseball season is here and baseball has been under a lot of scrutiny over the last few years because of questionable decisions involving the Hall of Fame and their style of play and the fact that they have the lowest African-American participation in over a decade. So I have to ask these these type of questions to our local baseball analyst and expert Malik. What would you do to improve the game or what do you think needs to change in baseball? Um, well, let me speak on two aspects. Let me speak on, since you brought up um, African-American involvement, um, I think getting kids in early and funding those programs and actually paint to not just play RBI, um, Boys and Girls Club baseball, but getting the kids exposure, getting them um, abilities to travel and train just like other players. All it takes is for a scout to see you or for a player to see you. So I think that's what would help um, our community in because you it's an explosive game. Uh, and nowadays, it's, it's an explosive game, and you got longevity, and we getting big contracts over there, and they're, it's only getting better. You see how their uh, CBA is working. It takes a little grind. It takes a lot of grind to get there, but um, when you get there, uh, you, you're big time. As for on the field playing, as much as I was against it and I hate it, what's going to make the game better and I think more watchable to fans is the elimination of the shift, which I think it's going to make us see, <clears throat> excuse me, they're going to let us see more hit, which is going to be more action. I do have opposition to that because to me, um, I compare it to football and I would never, if just for example, if I had to guard Tyreek Hill, I'm not going to tell the team they can't run a a cover three. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't eliminate defensive strategy. But I think that it's going to be a little more action. I think nowadays the game is is getting better, and it's really good now. It's just you have to be patient. People are striking out a lot, but the people, the the plays people make on defense are outrageous. So people will sting a ball, and you're seeing a dude jump over a wall and Take your take your shit. Like, what are you gonna do about that? <laughs> you sad? That might be your only hit in in three weeks. True. That now that's one thing about baseball that I would I have always said and I will continue to say is you have to be the most mentally strong to play the game of baseball. Because look, you play 162 games. Now I may not be 
uh, uh, absolute baseball expert, but I know a little something, something. But let me ask you this, Malik. Has a team ever gone 162 and 0? They have not. I think the what's our record? One, I want to say off my head, uh, like 118 ish, maybe. So, Giants, so 100 something. So, what you're telling me is even the best team in the league record wise that year is going to lose somewhere between 40 to 60 games. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a playoff team if you're losing, if you're, uh, losing less than 90 you're on you're on uh or yeah that's 60 you're 500 you're a playoff team so you lose half of that what's that 80 times almost yeah so and in that you're going to lose four to five in a row it's not how it's not when it's not if it's gonna happen it's when and how often is it gonna happen because you're gonna lose four you're gonna lose three between three and five in a row it's gonna happen doesn't matter. You're going to go through a slump as a hitter. You may go two weeks without a hit, and you still got to bounce back and play every day because you never know what day is your day. And football, that'll that'll happen. You'll go two weeks without a hit, and then you'll mess around and go two weeks without not hitting nothing. You'll go like 10 for 10 at the plate. You'll turn this. While you're struggling on on offense, you got to Stand there on defense and get get this hundred mile an hour ground ball hit right at you, and you better not be struggling on there, on that side of the ball. They can deal with you. Can be three for ten on offense. You can't be three for ten on defense. Boy, you get three errors on defense, you gonna be playing. You know who Man. you gonna be playing for? <laughs> you gonna be playing. You gonna be playing for the Savannah Bananas. If you don't know who that team is, <laughs> go look them up. I love it. Baseball needs to be more like that. <laughs> The Disco Dolphins uh, got a few open spots, too. Shout out to the GP Pimps. GP Pimps, y'all already know. I can't believe Captain Scully remembers that. <laughs> How can you forget it? It, it? It's just so iconic. So, Malik, but, a, a few months ago, uh, I, don't, I don't remember if it was on his show or this show, and Captain Scully asked me if we were to form our own sports organizations for baseball, what would they be? And I said, look, we can be the GP pimps because the air hogs don't exist anymore. And we got to do something with quick trip park. Hey, I'm with it, man. You know, our colors are purple and gold. <laughs> and, the, and they, they going to be, my, you know, they're going to be in the, the, they're going to be in the minor leagues wearing a uh, gold chain. Boy, bat flips are absolutely necessary. They're, they're not just recommended. They're necessary. They're needed. You don't bat flip well enough, we cut you. Man, okay. you will stare down a pitcher when you hit a home run. You absolutely will. Actually, I saw a video this week. It's a, it's a little kid that hit a homer and was gritty to home plate from third, from third base. <laughs> I that did see that. that. I, I recommend we incorporate that, too. So... And we need to allow athletes to be more disrespectful towards each other. These mm-hmm. old heads get mad when, like, oh, he did a bat flip or he stared a pitcher down or he yelled at him. Until we get – why is physical assault, why is fighting in baseball more smiled upon than a stare down, than flipping a bat and not aiming it towards anyone? No one's getting hit. Why is that frowned upon? But I can charge the mound, and no one's gonna bat nine. Man, I, I don't, that wasn't taught to us when we was young. That them, the mold heads just a tripping in the bigs. I guess is you are always. Yeah. I mean, you should be. I understand. Um, you know, you see somebody, but like, like, like he said earlier, um, I like what he said about the wolves, and like it's, it's always good to, to celebrate a win. You don't want to, you know what I'm saying, be too, too excited. But like you say, you hit that bomb, you hit a three-run bomb in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, toss out, you know what I'm saying, talk your shit. Just be ready for, you know, you're going to strike out. And the cool thing about baseball is, like, the dude's going to remember that. Like, you're going to, you're, I'm going to hit a bomb off you today. And then when it's, like, August comes by, the pitcher's going to blow some shit up, try to blow the shit by you. But it is, um, we, we, we've seen it. Um, today we're, we'll talk about the the perfect game in a sec, but 
you got 20, you got to get all 27 outs in baseball. It's not, um, there's no clock. A, there's no clock. So they're mad at the San Francisco Giants for stealing bases and bunting when they were up like they're up 8-0-11-0. And while this other <laughs> team is shifting and they're mad at the other team for stealing bases and bunting. So we had uh, that issue today. So we had an issue of nigg- people not playing uh, to their full outs. Screw. Oh, the other thing. What? Yeah, like Jamal was getting ready to say, screw unwritten rules. Screw. Burn them in hellfire. Burn them all. Like, to the opposite point, man, I saw uh, last year, one of the dumbest unwritten rules to me was, it was like the Padres were playing, I forgot who, and, and Tatis, they're, they're up like 10 to, 10 to the bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth or whatever. And he hits a homer because the dude throws him a, it was supposed to be a walk, I guess, whatever, but he hits a home run and it's like a three run homer. And then even his own coach was sitting here criticizing him, talking about, oh, he, no, 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 it wasn't Padres. It was, it was you, the, the White, White Sox. Sox. Yeah, yeah. They said, and, they said, dude, yeah, down to the LaRusse's bum ass. Yeah. And they booted him to the minors for that. And I'm just like, I, as a Nats fan, have seen a game where we scored 10 runs in the bottom of the ninth inning by the, just in the ninth inning alone to come back and win a game. Y'all are sitting here talking about it's bad sportsmanship to keep pouring the score on. No, it's not. The game ain't right. over until you get them last three outs. So, so I got to tell you the story about my biggest high school fold, my biggest high school sports fold, right? Ooh. So... We we're 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 up like we're playing this tournament. I'm not even gonna name the team we're playing against. Uh, I think I know who it is, but I'm not gonna we're say. Up, we're up. We're up like that satisfaction. 14. Seguin uh, High School. Oh damn. Oh, oh, uh, damn. Yeah, we up like 14. We up like 14 zip. Mm. It's the last inning. Our uh, we come in, bro. Our pitchers. I'm not even. Our pitchers is just walking niggas. Walking niggas. Niggas is missing balls. Niggas is making errors. Now, I will say, Jamal, this particular inning, nothing came my way. So I'm just watching this shit at this point, right? I'm in second base, you know, just watching it. We end up, it's it's, it's 15 to 14, right? Or uh, I think, yeah, we down by like one or two. Maybe we down by, uh, we down by two at the end. So we, we, we still get to bat, you know what I'm saying? Ninth inning. We come in, uh, dude gets on. I smack the ball. I get me a double. We're down by one. Somehow I forget how. Somehow I get to third base. <laughs> I one out. I got the third. I'm the I'm the I'm the tying I'm the tying run. One out. Nigga uh, pops the ball up. Jimmy Ray Callender, my man. He's our third base coach. Right, coach Callender. Country, <laughs> Country as hell. This, this this dude looks at me. Hey, I go. I was like, nigga. This nigga's like five feet behind me, and I gotta beat this hoe. Whatever, bet. I ran. I get home. I think my ass is safe. I beat the throw, right? I'm in that hoe, running to the dugout, celebrating. I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, hey, why ain't y'all lit? You know what I'm saying? I just tied this hoe up. Um, said, hoed, said I left, took off the base early. I was out. You did not tag up. up. Didn't tag up. We ended up losing that whole 15-14. We let we let up like 15 runs in one inning. Mm. See? Well, <laughs> that's why we played to the end of the whistle, Coach. To the end of the whistle. To that last out, because there ain't no whistles in baseball. Last you know out. what I meant. Yeah. And you know what else that baseball needs to change? It's to the lines of this. They need to market their players way better than they do. And they the, the point of like the the black participation is the lowest it's ever been. Ironically, seventy five years after Jackie Robinson integrated baseball, because that data is coming up, and it's funny because black participation is down, but it's a lot of Latino ball players, and the way they be treating them is just horrible. And, and it's like not just them, but like any like they American sports are so terrified of making a non American the face of MLB or somebody that's not white. And it's just hilarious to me. Like the, the whole conversation around Shohei Otani last year, 
Like, oh, can he be the face? And it's like, well, he doesn't barely, he uses a translator, so he can't really be the face. Like, what does that got to do with how he plays on the field? You know? That, that, that has nothing to do with the fact that he may be the most dominant baseball player we've ever seen, but the simple fact that he plays offense, defense, and pitches. Like, right, let, let's yeah. not, let, let's and not. And he does all that. of that while playing in Anaheim. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the greatest feeling out of anything. He might be out of there soon, but uh, we got to respect seeing Otani. That's why I wish more people watched the game because and it, it's hard to say who is the one best player in baseball because, in my opinion, there's a player oh, I know my – it may not be Otani. There's about five, six guys at least that I think can all compete for that number one spot in baseball. One of them in D.C., Juan Soto. I That's think Juan guy. Soto might he might be he's 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 one of the he might be the best hitter alive right now. You got Vlad Jr. in Toronto, Tatis, my boy Tatis, <laughs> uh, Mookie Betts in L.A. It's a lot of uh, talented people in the sport right now. So Hell, even um, Bryce Harper, you could throw him in there with his yeah, team. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This MVP LeBron James uh, legacy, Bryce Harper. But that's what we try to do at MLBBro.com. Uh, Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram. We we try to give exposure and go deeper. Not not so not as much so of oh what did you do last night type of content. You know what I'm saying? These these players all have personalities. Like just being around the game. Baseball people are some of the coolest ever. Everybody has a personality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not not oh I went 0 for four last night. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's trying to hear that shit every single day. But it's it's true. You have to re- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to report it. I'm not saying you don't got to report it, but it's also cool when you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, get more people to watch. It's also cool to see that, oh, this dude, you know what I'm saying, he fucks with Jordans. This dude's got his clothing brand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got our, we got two dudes playing baseball from the Bahamas now. First time ever. It's only nine of them ever. And a couple of Kira Salins. Shout out Ozzy out. So, so, yes, baseball is a very interesting game with a lot more interesting things to come. Just make sure y'all check it out. Check out my boy Malik at MLB.com. I'm sorry, MLB what? MLBbro.com. MLBbro.com, and we can get this revolution started. Just remember, kids, there's no money in baseball, and you get to play it longer. So to move on to to the lighter side of the episode, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. I think I might make this a regular thing on a weekly basis. We got Mo Ignit questions, my Mo Ignit friends that I have who just love to see us squirm. So here is our first Ignit question. It is from our friend Sakori and also known as Taco. He comes, he hails from DC. Uh, I'm just going to let y'all hear what he has to say and we going to answer it. All right, fellas, question time. So you're out on a date with this woman. What's one thing she could say that instantly makes you leave? Like, no questions, no comments. You just like get up and walk out. Y'all heard the man. What's up? What's up? What's up, my bro Taco? I'm gonna keep it short and simple though. I'm pregnant. <laughs> first date. I'm. I'm talking. I ain't. I ain't met her type. First date type. Scully, uh, where you at? I'll take it one step further. I have kids already. <laughs> not, not even expected. You already have kids. <laughs> I'm hey. not walking into no baby daddy drama. I've been a part of it, and I've, I've seen it from the child's side. I'm not trying to deal with it as the stepdad. I ain't ready to be nobody's stepfather. Yeah. None of that. The dying, it's the dying breed. I, I pray I'm not packing up lunches in a few years. But, of course, I don't have that problem because I'm in a happily faithful relationship now, so I don't have to deal with that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep mine short and simple, too, but by, I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it short and simple. Um, if she asks me what my sign is, I'm walking away. I'm, I'm not. You not. Oh, you not for to judge me because I was born in August. Like that's my fault. Like I got something <laughs> to do with that. I like the heat. You ever think about that? I don't like cold, so I chose the hottest month in one of the hottest places in the world, Texas. August. I'm not gonna tell you what exactly my sign is because y'all not gonna judge me nor my show because of it. Yeah. I'm gonna just lie and make something up just to see them. 
Tell just to see what they got. Oh, to I say. just knew it because our energy connected. Don't shut your ass up. Shut up. You, you, what is energy. your sign? My sign is to leave now. Peace. This is the sign I was looking for. This is the only sign I was watching. Jamal, you don't. You can uh, rep your. You're a Virgo, right? I was trying to hide that from the people, but yeah, it's, I am. Why? Why? Hey, we the we the we the greatest out. What you trying to hide that? That part's all I know Man, about astrology. I... That's all I know. That's all I got. Only and thing I know is Leo, and, and don't trust Leo woman. The only thing I know is Aries because that's me and my sister. We're Aries. That's the only I, the only sign I know. I don't know the rest of it. I just know that Leo Leo Mon is a Digimon, and he dies every season. So that's all I need to know. So we go, we gonna move on yeah, the to the next. We gonna move on to the next question, and because I'm just not good at this hosting thing, I have no idea who's who who this is yet. So let's find out. All right, convince me why even with the new defensive signings of the Chargers roster, why should I believe in this team when they continue to fold no matter the head coach? <laughs> so I know exactly who that is now. Um, <laughs> that is. Jared. An acquaint- that was an acquaintance of mine known as Jared P. Joseph. And I, I don't like him. I don't, I don't like him. Is- he has to. Or I've told him I will kick his afro off. Yes. Oh, so he, is, he, better, he, is- he better be. Um, okay. I'm going to let y'all go first since y'all have an unbiased opinion. Okay, I'm going to go first. Why we should believe in the Chargers? Honestly, because... The Chiefs have taken the back seat. The Raiders are the Raiders. And we don't know what Denver is going to do yet. So by default, we should believe in the Chargers. Because Jay Herbo is, is, is that dude. He, he, he definitely won them once. And, you know, Joey Bosa, you know, everybody's favorite racist. He, he finally... Rush that damn pass. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And there's plenty of black quarterbacks in the AFC South or AFC conference in his own conference. <laughs> there are, you know. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I thrive on negativity. Clearly, <laughs> but you look at Khalil Mack. He has seven sacks last year, and that was considered a down season for him. You know, you look at J.C. Jackson, who. For some reason, Bill Belichick just keeps on getting rid of players, you know, as if this is baseball and you're just getting rid of people in a farm system. Uh, and, you know, J.C. Jackson's going to do his thing. But honestly, I don't know. Honestly, this is L.A. If they don't get it done, nobody's going to care. If they do get it done, people still ain't going to care. But they're going to get it done. Though. Why should we trust these charges? Well, outside, in L.A. I mean, outside of L.A., they'll care. But in L.A., they won't. Hey, let me give a shout out to Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen for everything that they've done for my fantasy football team over the last <laughs> few years. Um, why should we trust the Chargers? I, I also agree. Jay Herbo is the truth. And I think I, I'm not. I mean, the thing at the at the end calling the timeout, I think that's where Staley really folded. But I watched Charger games being so that he was my quarterback. And the Chargers were just, at times, they were unlucky or called a wrong, maybe ran a wrong play. I don't think all those, because I honestly don't think he's going to turn that down. I think he set the tone with, it's his, I think he set the tone with that being his coach style. So, depending on, I, I think, another year of Herbert, we'll see what they do in the draft. Um, maybe they're more used to playing in that style, but he set that aggressive tone for the defense. Um, we more miss Khalil Mack in Chicago, but he if he can stay healthy, he's the best player on the field every time. So um, he's going to help Bosa get off a lot. So I know y'all been waiting. I know y'all didn't think I was going to take this laying down. I know y'all knew I had a rebuttal. Cue my music. All right, here's what's going to happen. That man Jay Herbo is going to prove he top five. He's just outside top three because why he's Jay Herbo. We got some of the best receiving core in the nation. I, I don't care about your opinions. And here's what's going to happen. Brandon Staley, he was cool. Let's not forget, this was his first gig head coaching. He's never been a head coach before. 
our star Jay Herbo. This, that was only year two. It's okay. Everyone don't win a Super Bowl in year two like Pat Mahomes. But now, now it's year three. Now he gets his second year in the same system. Now everybody's coming back with some newer pieces. Now our defense won't be the 30th ranked run defense in the damn league. Hell, I could have found a little league. Uh, Malik, I could have found an Arlington Optimist team to put up 100 rushing yards on this squad. But that's not the point. The point is, we going to bolt up regardless, baby. Let's not forget, one bad play caused us a trip to the playoffs. And in the playoffs, hey, anything can happen. The Chiefs had to take us to overtime twice to beat us. One of those was at home. So I don't want to hear that. The Raiders, as Kevin Scully said, they're the Raiders. Derek Carr is good, but he ain't great. And then the Broncos, they're unproven. We don't know. I'll let you know in a few months. The point of it is, we finna bolt up, baby. Bolt gang or don't bang. ASAP. Any squad, any place, we ready. Now we on to the next question. Hey, hey, make sure you keep that sound for um for when January comes up. <laughs> And I will right, be, make I will that. Keep... And you got to make that the intro. I'm not. I make hope y'all intro. go far. You got to make that the intro. That's the week they get eliminated. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. No and song. No it. theme song. No theme song. Straight to that. It's going straight to me. Just straight to you. Ah. And you know what? I'm a host of my words. So I'm gonna do that. And now, exactly. now for the last ignorant question, and I believe. It is the best one so far. So, hey, I'm going to let y'all hear for yourself. And now that I have your attention, what's up, guys? It's Officer McKenzie coming at you from a undisclosed location due to a pending investigation with internal affairs. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, it's not really any business. But anyway, I had a question for y'all for... From uh, Jamal tasking me with this. And so MVP race is coming up for the NBA. Most valuable player looking at Jokic, Embiid, Antetokounmpo, Russell Westbrook. Anyway, uh, I had a question. <laughs> Who would you say is your least valuable player of the year? A guy that's like, don't really know why he's in the league. Like, whether it's nepotism or just, man, this dude's buns or he just has to be really tall and athletic like Thanasis Antetokounmpo. He's only in the league because of Giannis. So who is your least <laughs> valuable player? And I'll take that off to you. Peace. Why can Bo- Boban, you're 76, <laughs> why can you only play two games a year? I mean, we, I, it's not, you're only on the court for entertainment, Bobby. You're only there for entertainment and to make Luca laugh. I appreciate what you do, but you're my least <laughs> valuable player. <laughs> Honestly, I think he's there because he, Mark Cuban wants to fulfill his vision of an Aryan race team. That's 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 his purpose. Um, but there were a lot of questions with that intro. I mean, man's being the, I, the internal affairs, but I'm not gonna. That's not my business. I think low hanging would be rough. I think low hanging fruit would be Russell Westbrook, but that's low hanging fruit because it is Anthony. No, that's low hanging fruit too. Let me not do that. Um, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Honestly, damn! <laughs> you know the least valuable player. How yeah, I don't think I don't think you were wrong with AD. I don't I don't I don't think you're going wrong with AD because I think my man left Russ and Bron hanging. They def they def they both let left uh, Russ hanging. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but that, a, like that'd be I I would have to go. Cap, hey Cap, would, would you, yeah. you you want you want me to fill it in for you? Because I know I know who you're trying to think of. The word just can't come to you yet. Who? Go ahead. The least valuable player was Kendrick Nunn. Now look, I love Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> we all know I'm a Heat fan. We all know I love Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> but dog, how hurt were you? What happened? Actually, no. I do know who the least valuable player is. It is your favorite player in the league. The man who, Ben Simmons, is the least valuable player in the NBA. Because let me tell you something right now. Not only did he not play basketball the entire season, 
he he gets traded. He's crying to KD and Kyrie talking about, thank you for believing in me. He has the nerve because he didn't play. He still and ain't played. Now he's bragging about, and he still ain't played. And then he, apparently, I don't know if y'all saw that thing. Well, I don't know if it was Ball Sex Sports or what, but I hope it wasn't Ball Sex Sports because it means I got got. But he's being challenged in practice, and now he's walking around thinking he's Jordan. I'm like, who, Jordan Hill? Jordan Farmar? Like DeAndre Jordan? Like, is Jordan Farmar catch a strike? <laughs> like, who is he thinking? And then, then we got it. They be out here bragging about his fully lamb outfit. Like, boy, go sit your clown ass down somewhere. Actually, no, get your clown ass up because you've been sitting down the whole season. So he you broke know. his back, bro. Sitting on the bad chair. You got to have your right posture. You can't be. That's why that uh, work from home ain't working real good. Dwight Howard I'm, had back problems, and even he didn't stay up the whole year. Let me not. Let me not I, do that. Hey, shout out John. Hey, shout out I, John Wall. Shout out Jake and John Wall for making a million dollars. Oh, John Wall. I hate to do it to my boy, but John Wall up there too. John Wall has been bezeling money for the last three seasons. But is that is that his fault or is that the Rockets um tanking? Yeah, that's the Rockets' fault. Yeah, because they had a chance to if they want to give me money, I'm not gonna turn it down. So I feel it. I was about to say they had a chance to trade him and did nothing. Look, y'all, I'm not gonna go on a Ben Simmons rent. I already have one of those. It's recorded. I made a video out of it. I'm not gonna do that today. I may repost it later, so so y'all know. We thrive off negativity. We do, and we choose violence on this show. But now we woke up. We woke up being the hate is my hunger. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, we gonna smooth things out. We gonna take it back a bit, just so we can try to get what we deserve. So now we gotta play a game of. Let me holler. Y'all know what it is if you watch Wildin' Out, if you just know Nick Cannon, if you're one of Nick Cannon's kids, because I believe 20% of the population is at this point, Him and you know boy. this You know this game. You're going to pick a celebrity, and hey, you're going to holler at them. See what you can do, man. Uh, which one of y'all want to go first? Uh, I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and lead it off. Malik, go do your thing. All right, so... I'm going to walk up to Big Lotto, right? <laughs> she can leave She's them industry. Kidding. She can uh, leave them industry niggas alone. You know, I like baseball. She can come get with a real hitter like me. Leave. You're dismissed. <laughs> Go. Captain Scully, you're next. I can't. I, I'm not going to do that again. I, First of all, uh, Lotto, her hair is uneven and she looks dusty. Secondly, you've been listening to your girlfriend. <laughs> Secondly, secondly, Megan Good is free once again. And I've been in love with her since Roll Bounce. And she knows it. We know it. Everybody knows it. Obviously, she has experience with men named Devin. So it wouldn't be too much of a it wouldn't be too much of a um it wouldn't be too much of an adjustment for her. Like come obviously, you know, you 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 have taste, obviously, because you, you're married to a man named Devin. And you know, I also am a man of God, you know, um, much like him. And you know. Those things. The other thing, I am light skinned. And um, you know, I'm not from LA. So, you know, that's a bonus. You know, I hear people in LA are superficial. You know, I'm from Washington, DC. We the realest niggas out here. Actually, I'm not from DC, I'm from Maryland. We 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 real too, you know. So so that's what it, you know. <laughs> yeah, to correct himself. Yeah. So so before we head out, I just need to make this public statement. I need the world to know about my feelings and this is where it's going to happen y'all know what it is a lot of people are, are looking at her but they ain't got no chance as long as i'm in the game chloe bailey let me holler at you real quick i know you see the hate you get online about you be trying too hard girl you tried just enough for me look i done been around i done known you forever i was there when you was in the tyler perry movies I was there when you were in Let It Shine on Disney Channel. I watched that movie every few months. I'm I'm aware. Look. But you weren't there for Fighting Temptation. You shut your mouth. And yes, I was because <clears throat> I was getting to that as your mentor, Beyonce. You know, she was singing in that movie as people of God, you know, I don't succeed, but he still loves me. 
Yo, yo mentors from Texas, I'm from Texas. We meant to be. All you gotta do is let it be. You already know. So yeah, in my line, Adidas King Five or D1 in University.com. We take all that. So with that being said, we've come to the end of another episode. How does it feel, fellas? Yeah, it felt good to be back, man. I'm glad I got to um get here, especially during uh opening week of baseball season. That's when I uh, I remember coming on during the postseason last year and they got to uh finally celebrate a dub in the ATL. So shout out you Atlanta niggas. Shout out you uh Amherst <laughs> and all that shit that's out there, man. All y'all be safe around Linux now. Captain Captain Scully, give the people your final thoughts. All righty, all righty. It's been great to be back. I know it's been a long time since I was here, but much like Carl Malone, I played the numbers game. You know, I, bro, um, that's like so, five Carl Malone jokes this episode. He, Come he, on, he, man. He, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to get him in like he did. Um. Anyway, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Shout out to the Chicago White Sox because they got the most fire baseball jerseys in the game. Point blank period. Like, you know, as a Nationals fan, I can say that confidently that those South Side jerseys that the blacks that the White Sox wear are clearly the best baseball jerseys out there. I need a Tim Anderson jersey though. Because that he's a he's a real one. I mean, have you seen Got where the White Sox play? They might as well be the Black Sox. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, there was a Negro League team called the Black Sox. Hey, I mean Malik, oh, oh. Malik, you spend enough time in Chicago, you know. Because they on the hey. south side for real. The Cubs are the ones that are over on the north. Yeah, yeah. My uh, granddad back in the day, old, old, old folk stories used to tell us how he used to park uh, park people's cars in front of his house. But the whole White Sox team, from the pitchers to the catchers to the uh, to Tim Anderson, all all got a jeweler. They all got bust down chains, three bust down chains with their numbers, black diamonds. Be too too icy, but. That Dodgers, and I hate the Dodgers. That Dodgers Nipsey Nipsey Blue jersey is pretty cold too. Yeah, that is actually. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, you guys throw your um your colorway jerseys away right now. And Tyler <laughs> Perry, Tyler Perry, put some HBCU shit on on BET man. Speaking of Chloe Bailey, and oh no, dear God, please don't let him actually, because I don't want. To, if there's one thing I want Tyler Perry to stay away from, it's HBCUs. Good Lord Jesus, with those wigs. Okay. Yep. See, we we he's been too negative. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and listening to the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi live from multiple undisclosed locations whenever the hell I feel like it at this point because I can do that. So, like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving, and we out. <laughs>